Statements and opinions presented by participants in this program are theirs and theirs alone and do not reflect the position of the Mass Development Finance Agency or the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Exchange Street Station Bar and Lounge, located in downtown Chigabee. Yes. Hello. So this place used to be the Rolling Rock, was yes, it? Yes, previously Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Now it's Exchange Street Station. It's a lot nicer. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I did all the work. So, yeah. <laughs> so welcome, Ty. Hello. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Ty? Ty, I am an entrepreneur and. Um, like to try new businesses, and this is one of my latest adventures. Um, the bar, the lounge. How how long has this venture been? Like, what what's the time frame? When did you start? Oh, so the thought was always in my in my head. I always wanted to have a nice restaurant lounge for the past, I say, eight years or so. It was a thought in my head, but I I brought it to I brought it to life. Uh, past two years so you you took this bar and you took this bar and you redid the whole thing yes from floor to ceiling yes yeah so the bar was um the guy that was here prior to me the bar that was uh 18 years the guy was here so it was pretty outdated everything was outdated i just brought it back up to life. was there carpet yeah oh man i don't want to talk about the carpet <laughs> The carpet was, oh, horrendous. I had to cut it out of here. It had all types of fluids that I don't know what they were. Yeah, yeah it's that's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So you said you always wanted to have a, a bar or a restaurant? Yeah. What? Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, it was just a vision I had. Just a vision in my, my brain. I just, just, I seen myself. Uh, and they still didn't go as planned. Things were a little different, but thought in my head compared to this this is beautiful and nice but it just had a little different I think it was the thought of my brain was a little more towards a restaurant mm-hmm. so um, why not a restaurant then why a bar I think um, I think I got this lounge because it's small and manageable and for starting a new business this type of business I wanted something that I can handle maybe go from here a lot to handle. It's small, but it is a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, for folks listening, there is, you know, pennies on the bar. There's string lights up on the ceiling. You have beautiful tiled floor. There's beautiful leather couches everywhere. and Steamer trunks for tables. Steamer trunks for tables. Yeah. Tell me about the bathrooms. What was was the idea there? Yeah. Oh, behind the bathrooms were... uh, So the men's bathrooms... All the walls, floor to ceiling, are license plates from throughout the whole United States. Um, and that came from um, the car business I was in prior to this. I was collecting plates for myself, and I never actually used them in my garage, so they got good use here. Hmm. And it also goes with 
the name of the bar, Exchange Street Station, mm-hmm. which is a train, mm-hmm. station, movement, travel, plates are the same thing. It has to do with travel, mm-hmm. movement. Same thing with the trunks. The trunks are, these are steamer trunks that people would travel with mm-hmm. on trains. Oh, cool. So that all goes together. So, And, and I'm bathroom. sure it was a few pennies to catch a train a long time ago. <laughs> and the female bathroom, female bathroom is... is it's all roses, rose wall, um, floor to ceiling. Are those origami? No, those roses are, are they paper roses or? They're kind of made out of like a vinyl or plastic. Um, so you mentioned before that you were in Chicopee as a business owner. Yes. And this was a car dealership, car right? Dealership. So how many years were you? I was there for fifteen years, the car business. And what happened? Did you just? Want something different? Something or? different. Yeah, the car business is changing a lot. It's going to change a lot more soon. Uh, the cars are becoming electric now, and the demand is heavy and the supply isn't there. There's no trade-ins. There's a lot of things that have changed. The auction, um, the profit margins are getting a lot smaller. There's a lot. So it's not such a good business to be in. It could be profitable for some people. So what? So okay. So you you were you had a car dealership in Chicopee. Why open up a bar in Chicopee? Why not like Holyoke or Springfield or? Well, I've grown to like Chicopee. I've been here for fifteen years. Like some days, I'd forget and drive to Chicopee. I wasn't going to Chicopee. It's just automatically you wake up, you start driving, you go to Chicopee. Like, oh no, I didn't have to go to Chicopee today. I didn't. It just draws you in. It's, it's a nice city, and it could be a lot nicer um, with a few more businesses. And I, I like Chicopee. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. Small, manageable. So, um, so you're in Chicopee. What, before COVID, what could get guests expect to, to find when they came to Exchange Street Station? Prior to COVID, let's see, on a given Friday, Saturday night, you could find a nice crowd. Plenty of nice people to talk to um, from all walks of life. Uh, a DJ, a live DJ, um, great drinks, just an awesome atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about the penny bar? Did you put every single penny down? Yeah, I did. How I'm, long? How long? Tell me about it. How oh long did it God. take? Um, how many hours did it take? More than forty hours. 40,000 pennies. And you all have to heads glue up. all heads up except for one, right? There's a few, yeah. Do, a you, few do you win any free drinks if you can find the... Sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have you learned as far as owning a business in Chicopee, first having the car dealership and now bar? What kind of things have you learned from those experiences? Mm. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about. I've learned fast too, because I know I knew nothing about prior to opening this lounge. I didn't even really drink that much, so I just knew that there was vodka. I knew there was liquor, but I didn't know all the breakdown. There's so many wines. That mm-hmm. drink. I didn't know about any of that because I didn't drink. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I didn't. There's a lot. There's a lot to learn, and then um, it just it's just so much. Um, I could probably write a book yeah. about all the things that, and I should probably write a book about the whole walkthrough from the beginning 
from the construction to the people you meet to putting things together to coming up with things as you go along. Like, I didn't even know the name of the bar until I started working on the stairs. And I didn't know about I was going to do a penny countertop, 40,000 pennies, until I had to go price out granite. And I'm like, there's got to be a cheaper way. i got to <laughs> think of something. Let's be more creative. Yeah. Let's do something different. And the same thing with the bathroom. I could have put tiles on the wall. Um, the plates probably cost a little bit more money. But it's just the whole... It's a conversation piece. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, as far as things that I've learned... Uh, let's see. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. As far as business-wise... You have to be on top of your business. And if it's this type of business, you have to be there. Physically yeah. there. Physically. If you want it to operate right, and, you know, people are not going to run the business the way you would. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot. Did you manage people at the car dealership? Like, were you their, a boss? or? I had people that worked for me, but I, even there, I did everything. Is it different? I'm sure it's different, absolutely. but managing those and then coming here and managing this place? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's different. Um, the car dealership was a lot easier. A couple sales guys, they know what to say. They know how to talk. And then you kind of do some paperwork and make sure that the customer has a great car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing everything, going to the auctions, looking at the cars prior to the auction even started. It was my insurance and make sure that I was getting a decent car. Then selling the cars to the customers and making sure that they're happy if they return. Um, not too difficult. Here... I mean, you, you have to watch people pouring drinks, make sure they're not pouring, over-pouring, make sure they're not getting people drunk, make sure people are not drunk. You have to watch a room full of 50 to 100 people, 150 people. You have to watch all those people versus one person at a time. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some things that you that you like about being in, in the center of Chicopee, downtown Chicopee? Um, that there's going to be, um, there's going to, I like the center of Chicopee because I think at one point the center of Chicopee was a great place to come. And I think it will it'll come back to that. So when there was a theater and there was more businesses and you can come down here and get ice cream, you can come get food, uh, maybe a pair of sneakers, um, uh, things like that. And it's all gone now, but I think it's going to come back. You think so? Yeah. What makes you think that? Um, because I'm here. <laughs> so I try, I do attract people to, to the center of Chicopee and some of my customers alone are entrepreneurs too and business owners so they might want to branch out to the city just from coming here by me bringing them here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. and we have had a few people kind of be exposed to the downtown and come yeah. through you so that's been that's been great yeah um, have you had any difficulties in this location um yeah, I've had a couple of difficulties. Not anything I want to get into too deep, but um, with this business, yeah, and any other business, you can have difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's another thing. Uh, we started the podcast with our first episode was Jonathan Evans, who's your neighbor on top. Um, and you are all part of this kind of TDI group. Yeah. Uh, what what has that been What's, what's been your experience with that, with being part of TDI and your neighbors and kind of having a right, lot of people great, in your the face? The great thing about TDI is um, the employees, you, 
and yeah. also um, you guys bridge the gap between other businesses and the community and that's what is needed in any business mm-hmm. so it's been it's been a great partnership um, and you get to meet other people um, in the neighborhood which um, without that it's kind of impossible because you're so busy doing your own thing mm-hmm. so when I came here I didn't know every business owner even though I reached out to them all I didn't know them and um, because they're busy just like I am mm-hmm. so that kind of it groups us all together. Um, it's a nice uh, entity to have. So. so through the TDI program, you're able to meet all the business owners? Yes, meet them and also uh, with all the help from TDI. It's, it's a great thing. Awesome. Um, what do you look forward to as, as, you know, we're, as far as the work of mass development in the center, we're trying to put wayfinding in, try to put like murals and redo this back patio. What do you look forward to in the next coming years with this work? Uh, with that work, I, yeah, I look forward to um, hopefully getting um, a lot more foot traffic in the center, particularly hopefully get more people interested in popping up businesses in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, I'm kind of a standalone business in the center. As far as after 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., there's no other businesses that are open besides a liquor store or a restaurant that closes at 10. Yeah. So me being a standalone, I don't know, it's just, I think it's good for everybody if there's more going on. Yeah. More things to come down to. Yeah. How, how have you been maneuvering with the whole COVID situation? Like what? I've been at complete standstill. Complete standstill. So... Bars are one of the last things being opened. Mm-hmm. So they were in phase two, which would have been two months, and pushed back to who knows? It could be it's been five months already. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to as far as COVID hit? So you've been shut down for for a while. What What do you expect the future to look like in the next five years? hope we can get back to um, not just a new normal but normal normal from before because this lounge is kind of small and I don't know how you would actually divide people um, that are socializing I mean you, you gotta you gotta be able to socialize you gotta have places like this you know? mm-hmm. yeah are you planning anything new as far as adapting to COVID Yes, so the plans are hopefully I could get some outdoor space and follow the trend that every other business and bar or restaurant are doing um, and keeping things clean, sanitized so people feel safe, uh, fresh air, um, all, all the necessary things to keep people happy. Do you have any fun stories about the bar or anything interesting that you think our listeners might want to, to learn about? Two things, but they're not like, I don't know, they're not great stories. What do you mean? Tell, tell me the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so one of them is, um, so the bar, the panels that are on the bar, I bought those um, at an auction in uh, Boston Billiards in West Springfield that was there for probably 30, 40 years. They went out of business and I went there and I purchased a lot of things and those wood panels were from the cigar room inside of Boston Billiards. And I I used to go to auctions 
prior to owning the bar just to go and buy stuff. Yeah. So I bought those panels not knowing what I was going to do with them, but they were just nice. They were like the cherry oak wood color. And I bought exactly 21 panels because that's all that was there. And two years later, I'm putting together a bar and they fit perfect. I, I didn't had I had no extra and it fit perfect. So it's just, I don't know, I just happened to have those wood panelings for the barn and it looks good. There's that and also the um, the lights that are on the wall. Um, there was a country club that went out of business and um, inside their lobby, those lights, those, uh, what are they called, sconce lights? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was, well, how many is there, four, five, six of them. And I just loved them. They were handmade. I didn't know what they were. I just liked the way they looked and I looked them up later. They're really expensive. And I just bought them at auction. They were knocking the building down. I just bought them just to have them. They sat, they sat for a few years too in my house and then put together the bar and they worked out perfect. One on each pillar and by the bathrooms. Just things kind of just fell in place when I was putting together. So, so I'm curious what, like you just went to, to auctions was that like a hobby or were you? Like, I would say, yeah. So um, when I had the car dealership, I went to auctions every week for cars, but then I started going to other auctions just to, just to buy things and, um, and sometimes sell stuff, sometimes keep things. But I had a, a storage unit that was, um, I got a really good deal on a large storage unit and I would just buy things and stack them up sell things i don't know it's just it's kind of just something that i do as a hobby i guess wow how did you learn to like build because you built the you built some chairs at some point i remember you showing me a picture of either chairs or stands or something that was both iron and and wood i can't can't remember too well do you remember which ones were they um i built i built a few different chairs um so the ones at the bar, they were already a bar stool, and I just rewrapped them. Uh, you might have seen that. And then also, um, for my girlfriend's business, what she does is yoni steaming. So I built those stools for her. Those were the stools you showed me. I remember they're really, they're really. Yeah. And I bought, I built some benches too. Um, before my house, I used to have a, a deck, and I took it all down, and I didn't want to throw the wood away, so I just started cutting up the wood and making benches. My neighbors got one of them still, but yeah, just refurbished some of the wood I had. How did you learn how to do that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, I didn't, I don't know. I did. I went to Putnam, which oh. is a folk school. So like I went through a lot, I did a lot of different trades, but I think it was already in me just to, I don't know, mess around with stuff. Yeah. So, so can I ask a little more about just your, your upbringing, you grew up in Springfield? Yeah, I grew up in Springfield. And you went to Putnam? Yep. Um, and then what happened after that? After Putnam, I was, in, I was in the Army. And then I had a medical discharge for, I got into a car accident and broke a bone in my knee. <gasps> so I never left the Army. I was supposed to be an MP, military police officer. And I was, so after that, then I went to college. I went to um, stick, but I, that wasn't for me. I couldn't really do a classroom thing. I was more like hands-on. 
So then I just got a few jobs. I just worked. Wow. Work, work, work. You've been working ever since. You haven't stopped. <laughs> no, I haven't stopped. I have not. Except for now, this COVID. This is actually the longest that I've stopped since I was um, 16 or 15, 16. Wow. Yeah, what what do you think is in the future? Like, um, what 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 else would you like to pursue? Um, not really sure. I think I'm, I want to tap into the real estate industry, and yeah. I, I I like the, I like the bar business, uh, the lounges, the restaurant. I like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm always into something. You are. Are you planning on like starting to buy like commercial property, or are you looking at more? more real estate, like home. Residential. Um, yeah. yeah, I think maybe residential, just to keep busy. If, if it would have been perfect for this time, if I had known that I was going to be closed for four or five months already, if I had a piece of property that I could have worked on this whole time, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, you mean to like flip it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That great. These five months I would have had, I would have had it done. I would have had everything done. Can you can you give a shout out to one of the business owners downtown? Like who uh, who would you want us to highlight next, and kind of why? Um, so I would say um, Giselle. Yeah, she's gonna make me look bad though, because she's she's she yeah she's really outspoken. Well, yeah, I'm not that very <laughs> outspoken, so she's gonna um, give a really really good story. Yeah. How how long have you known Giselle? Um, probably less than two years. Okay, so just since you moved into in the bar, yeah, she was actually a customer. I didn't I didn't know who she was. She was just there, and then um, I realized after that I, who she was. Ah, uh, when did you realize? Um, after seeing her a few times, maybe we spoke, and she told me who she was. And she had a business next door. She used to go there with her husband, and um. And that's kind of a little bit down the line. Because yeah. normally when I'm there working and it was busy, like I didn't really pay attention to actually who's there. I was just worried about keeping people happy, getting them their drinks and making sure the DJ's doing what he's got to do to keep people there. Um, so I never really like, I looked at people, but I never really looked up and kind of like sat back and just looked at everyone that was there. I was just more focused on um, working and keeping keeping the bar running right yeah which is uh, you, go ahead no you go ahead <laughs> versus like some well you know once you get established or someone that is kind of familiar with this industry like you know there's some places that have like managers or bosses that kind of just or owners that just sit back and don't necessarily work they just manage they don't help uh, keep the wheels turning so that's why I didn't really, I didn't really get to see all the people that were there at first. Yeah. As if, if you open back up, hopefully it, you do. Um, once we know more about, you know, this, this pandemic, but um, do you plan to kind of get to that place where you're just sitting back and watching everything? Or do you like to be, you know, serving people and kind of in the mix of, of everything? No, I, I, I like to be in the mix for sure. I like to be behind the bar. Um, serving people drinks, it's just keeping people happy. Um, but at some point, I'd like to sit back a little bit, but it, it's it, it's hard for me. I like to keep moving and even, I don't know. 
even when it's um, when I get that chance, I don't know. I probably still, I'll do both. I'll do both. That's good. Um, do you have any any memorable customers that you're like, oh, that's that guy that comes every Friday, or you know, do you have like regulars? Kind of like, uh, do you remember that show Cheers? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, there's a lot. There's a lot of regulars that come there because once you come to the bar it's 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 a nice lounge it's it's a place where people like to hang out so a lot of repeat customers a lot of people this whole time that have been closed constantly asking me when I'm going to reopen and there's other places that are open but they they prefer to be there just because i think um the comfort the atmosphere so the repeat customers yeah they're always one that stands out, not one specific that stands out, no. But that's good that they um, are contacting you still. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about that maybe we didn't get a, a chance to t- touch on? or I could just say that anybody that's listening that, you know, if they wanted to get into this industry, um, it's, it's, it's fun. There's a lot to learn, and it's... I I, I don't know. I have so much to say, but I just can't put it in words, I guess. Well, what are you you trying to say? That with, I don't know, with the right location and the right um, atmosphere, that it could could be a great business. And someone can be really, really successful with it. Well, that's the hope, right? That you become really really successful with this. Yeah, and and not just uh, monetary, because um, you meet a lot of people. So you make a lot of friends and um, a lot of connections. So anytime you might possibly need something else in an industry that you're not in, you most likely you'll meet them at the bar. You give people's number and, you know, it's it's a great uh, networking tool. That's really great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, meeting people's fun and and you feel like you have a really large community that support you. Um and also that know what it's like, right, to be a small business owner because that life, um, I think some people perceive it a certain way and they don't really know like how hard and how many hours go into being a small business owner. Right. Well, cool. It's definitely definitely takes time. It takes a lot of your time and but it's it's all worth it. Would you say it's like having a child? Absolutely. That's good. Well, I think we have a, a good amount of stuff here, Ty. I know I know podcasting is not like your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, out of all the things, like like I tell you all these other things that I do and things that I can fix and put together, but when it comes to um actually talking about it or putting it on paper, it's it's a little harder. Yeah. It's the same, probably the same reason why I didn't stay in school because putting things on paper, talking about it is different. I needed to be more hands-on. Yeah, but you're, I notice you're a man of few words, but the words are always poignant when, when you do speak. It's like you don't waste words, right? Well, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I noticed it at the partnership meetings that you would just be very quiet throughout it, but then whenever you did speak, it was something... It wasn't just words in the air. You know, I know people like to just talk. I'm one of those. It just talks. <laughs> but, 
But no, that's, um, you know, you're just quiet. I think a lot of people don't know that, just quiet and, um, but have some, some real wisdom to share, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I have some, some wisdom when it does come out. I always thought I knew everything that there ever was. I always thought I knew everything that there ever was. Like the light.